Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother. What up, Matt. Yo? We're here to bring you everything you need to know about college football, the Big Ten, the MAC. Hopefully, in 15 minutes, Matt, let's get into week 12. Yes, sir. Let's step right into the Big Ten. Michigan overcomes a slow start to best records, 42 to 7, barely missing uh, a covered spread of 36 and a half. OSU defeats Sparty with a defensive showing, 26 to 6. Jonathan Taylor tailback can't do it all against Penn State. Wisconsin falls on the road, 22 to 10. Northwestern upsets Iowa in Kinnick Stadium, 14 to 10, and clinches the Big Ten West title, punching the first ticket to this year's Big Ten Championship game in Indy. Nebraska looks kind of good in a 53-35 win over Illinois. Since their overtime loss to Northwestern, Taylor Martinez has thrown for just over 1,000 yards, 9 touchdowns, and 2 interceptions. He's averaging 261 yards a game with 2 tutties. Indiana holds off Maryland 34-32 in Bloomington, and Mayhem in Minneapolis as the Golden Gophers prevail over Purdue, forty-one to ten. Evan, where do you want to start with the Big Ten? Um, so I, I assume we'll get into the West conversation in a second. Uh, I think I'd like to start talking about um, Ohio State. Um, you. You there? Yeah, you kind of cut out for a second. All right. Go ahead, though. Okay, I, yeah, my screen went blank. I don't know what happened. Um, okay, uh, I think I want to start talking about Ohio State. How much of that game did you watch? Uh, not a ton. I was at the uh, Ohio Cross Country State Championship on Saturday. Oh, right, 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 right. Had that all Ohio runner. No big deal or anything. Quick humble brag in there for you. Um, so it was getting a lot of attention as like a real ugly game and like painful mm-hmm. to watch. Um, and to a certain extent, I think that might be true. You know, obviously it wasn't a very high scoring game, 26 to six, but it got me thinking about, uh, kind of the state of football and, um, you know, uh, there seems to be overwhelming bias and shift towards the offense. Uh, and it seems like people don't like defensive games anymore. Interesting. Um, a lot of takes on this and what what I read were that it was just kind of a pretty sloppy game. Yeah. No, I mean, that is not to say that it wasn't a sloppy game, but, like, an example, when Sparty's turning the ball over, it's not just, like, all sloppy on the Spartans, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you have to also provide the Buckeyes with some props, I feel like, uh, that they then got the ball, you know? Yeah, I still, I mean, me as a fan, personally, and I think other takes, I mean, People's biggest beef with watching Big 12 football is that they don't play defense. So I, I don't think that it's not appreciated. I, I mean, some of the top four teams in the country right now, I think that their competitive signature this year is their defense in Alabama and Clemson and Michigan and Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I feel it. I get that comment about the Big 12. It just seems to me slightly schizophrenic, the, the criticism. You know, you got these... I think the game was ugly offensively, sure, but that I think it was well executed. Uh, Ohio State's defense was probably 
one of the better games I think they played all season. Fair. Um, it's kind of odd. I think Ohio State this year, like we've seen times where like their defense was really good this game. And at other times, you know, their run game has been great. And at other times, uh, Dwayne Haskins has just been carving teams sure. out through the air. But we've yet to see like a really – I don't want to say we've never seen it this season. But rarely do we actually see every unit of Ohio State firing on all cylinders at the same time. Um, getting me very interested in that game after Thanksgiving. The game. And that's all I'll say. The game. Yeah, the game. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good one. So the uh, the better prepared they are, the better it will be. So with our second Big Ten topic, Evan, I want to go in one of two directions. I'm going to suggest two options, and I will trust yep. your judgment to go the direction you want to go. I either want to talk Nebraska – as a late October, November team, is actually not that bad. Mm-hmm. Or how disappointed were you in Purdue on Saturday? Because that, to me, was oh. the most disappointing team out of the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, that was nuts. Losing to Minnesota. What are you doing? Who, I had kind of high hopes on them going into the season, not really living up to it. Uh, then Purdue kind of comes out of nowhere. Smacks Ohio State. Smacks Yeah. Then you lose to... Minnesota, who just lost to Illinois on the road. What are you doing? Yeah. I I mean, it happens. Ohio State lost to Purdue, you know? Like, teams drop games. It is... Evan, that wasn't a drop, son. 41 to 10? You got (laughs) handled. Yeah, no, that was... That was a a butt-whooping. Yikes, man. Yikes. Um, that's it. I mean, we, I don't know why we can't squeeze in both times real quick. Okay. I do think Nebraska looks good the last three games. Got three wins. Okay, I said this last week, though. It, it, as you're you're defending Ohio State this week, last week I said, you know what? I don't think Nebraska's that bad. And I don't think they played that bad against Ohio State. Uh, I don't think they're that good. Though. They're not that good. good. But people were, like, spazzing out. Oh, my God. Like, Nebraska's got a potent. Well, they, Nebraska uh, has a. Rightfully so. First five games are atrocious. Oh, fair. But first six games are atrocious. Stat captain, as you have pointed out, since the loss to Northwestern, Taylor Martinez yeah. has played some really good football. And yeah. Ohio State, whether against Nebraska or otherwise, has struggled defensively this year in a way that we didn't really anticipate going into the season. So that's a recipe for Nebraska to stay in a game with the Buckeyes. Yeah. No, I agree, and I think that the if I was a Huskers fan, I would be very excited, especially, you know, like Martinez is legitimately 18, so, yep. um, you know, his struggles earlier in the season didn't really surprise me. I was a little concerned, you know, there was like two weeks in a row where he get, was playing banged yep. up, and it was like, Scott Frost, why are you right. even risking this? But then you're uh, like, I mean, oh, that's why he's risking this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've now found out, and Scott Frost hasn't gone in the right direction. So before we move out of action, we do got to give serious props to Northwestern, who somehow they're the best team in the Big Ten West. Uh, a month ago, I would have thought this was fake news, but turns out it's not Wisconsin or Iowa, but it's Northwestern. That is the big cats, man. Thorson, who the knew? medium big cats. <laughs> they're going to the ship. They are. Good for them. Dude, props to the Wildcats and the way that they play Big Ten football. My goodness. A few teams played Big Ten football as well as Northwestern. Last, certainly yeah. two seasons. Yeah. 
if not under yeah. uh, Fitzgerald's tenure. So let's roll into Maction. Congratulations. Speaking of rolling, Buffalo continues its streak over Kent, 48-14. to Miami, the Redhawks, in the Battle of the Bricks, or, or whatever oh. it is, uh, upset in-state rival OU Bobcats, 30-28. to The rare clutch safety by the Redhawks. <laughs> Northern Illinois contains prolific Toledo offense, 38-15. to Eastern trounces Akron at 27-7. For any fans looking for to spend some extra minutes over the week, go ahead and Google the Kevin McGill one-handed pick. Very impressive. Bowling. Not a great throw. (laughs) (laughs) Bowling Green gets his second win over one win Central Michigan, 24-10. Evan? God. Where do you want to start with Max? Actually, you um, have to comment on the Ohio game. Your team. Yeah, I mean, they lost. Your team. Yeah, it's, they are still in the hunt. No, they're not! The championship. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. If they beat Buffalo, they're in. Yeah, in the way... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're... They are tied for second right so now. So you're saying there's they a chance. They are tied for second. They are tied for second. Hey, Lloyd Christmas. Chill, bro. They ain't going to the MAC championship, man. Not gonna happen. It absolutely can happen. Not gonna be able to do it. Absolutely can happen, and we'll see this weekend. Yeah, yes, it is possible. It is possible. It's not gonna happen. Not gonna be able to do it. Possible. It's possible. Yeah, I mean, disappointing loss. As you mentioned, the safety. You know, not a great look for the old fighting Nathan Rourke. Can't be taking that safety dog. You got to throw the ball away. Um, what are you going to do, though? Teams lose. So Miami's lost. Counter this. Yeah. Ohio is not even the second best team in the MAC East. It's not true. Okay, why? They just lost to Miami. They're going to end the season yeah. with equal records, and Miami has the head-to-head. How are they not a better team? Do you think Do you think Purdue is better than Ohio State? Do you generally? No, I don't. Does Purdue and Ohio State okay, have equal? Do go. Purdue so and Ohio minute, State have we, have we, equal we, conference records? We can admit answer that question. That we can, answer that so, question. We can admit answer that, that question. Occasionally, the best team loses the game. It's a very close fought game, and they lost. Only decided by two, and points. they lost. Yeah, and they have equal records. I think so, OU is about to beat Buffalo this week. They're gonna uh, win the last. They're gonna win out. Basically, it's gonna be fine. Uh, Miami, Ohio ain't gonna win out, so they're not gonna have equal records <laughs> by the end of the season. No matter, it'll be fine. Miami still got NIU and uh, I think a Power Five school. I can't remember. They got three games left, if I'm not mistaken. They do have three games. Does Purdue and Ohio State have equal records? No. Okay. Uh, moving on. Topic two for Maction. List of bowl-eligible teams. Four MAC teams tie into bowl games. One is conditional. Somebody is going to be left out here. Going through the list, Evan, who do you see as sitting home this holiday season? Okay, so the currently eligible teams are Buffalo, Ohio, NIU, Western, Eastern, which I would like to point out, clinched or became bowl eligible for the fourth time in school history this week. Yep. 
Uh, second time under uh, head coach Chris Crichton. He's been there uh, five years. They lost in 2016 in the Bahama Bowl against Old Dominion. However, we also have a number of teams on the bubble. Toledo needs one more win in their bowl eligible. If Miami of Ohio needs two wins, so if they win out, it's going to be pretty hard to do. They got NIU left, uh, but they become eligible. Akron needs to win two games, and they have three games left, I believe. Um, And Kent needs to win two games, uh, and they would be eligible. So not all those teams on that list are going to be eligible. I certainly think it's very possible uh, Toledo is going to become eligible. Okay. Um, so who sits at home? If I had to, let's hypothetically say Toledo becomes eligible. If I had to leave, what, that would be one, two, three, four, five, six teams. So you would have to leave at least two out. Um, I would definitely leave Toledo out. And I think I would leave, I think I would leave Western out. What about you? I was leaning Western, but I feel like I'm biased because I want Eastern to get into a bowl game. So we're saying the four tie-ins, Buffalo, Ohio, Northern Illinois. Those three teams get in, right? So theoretically... Yeah, that's unarguable. Those three have. They're going to bowl, yeah. I I think Western and Eastern both can bowl. Yeah, no, I agree. So I think the reason, also the reason I wouldn't do put Toledo in, um, if I'm looking at it, you know, we talked, they do have this very prolific offense, but like for such a prolific offense, it has been shut down multiple times this year. Um, So if I'm, you know, the MAC commissioner, I want to put forth my most competitive teams. Like, yeah, Toledo has a chance of scoring 45, 50 points, but I feel like equal equal likelihood, they score 14 and lose the game by, you know, 21 points. So that's, that's just me. Um, yeah, and I think Eastern's got the good story of fourth time in school history, second time under the current head coach. Yeah. Um, so it's really just between those two though, because Miami won't win out. So they'll probably end with five wins. And unless some other teams decline bowl games, they can't get in. Akron won't bowl. Kent won't bowl. Central won't bowl. No matter what, those three teams are out. So yeah, two Michigan directionals and, uh. That does go back to which is the strongest Mac state, and that would, in that scenario. True. Lean, I guess if I'm remembering my hot takes, I should say Toledo <laughs> should bowl, and then that would bump out the directionals. Right. In that scenario, only one Ohio school would bowl. So we'll see. We'll stay tuned for some action. Got a lot of weeknight action for the Mac this week that we'll get to in the pick'em section. Before we get there, a bit of national news. The way that I saw the national games this week is that these were like the upsets that almost were. And there I followed, you know, a couple high high I followed a couple of high profile games throughout the day. Just thinking like, you know, we're going to get some kind of drama here when I got home at night. I was flipping back and forth between um uh Clemson and Notre Dame and um yeah. You know, it, it was like everything's like ah, but Nothing really went through. I think uh, Wake Forest had a big upset, and so did Boise State. I love the Boise victory over Fresno, but yeah. taking out number 23 Fresno, not exactly um, breaking the uh, news headlines. So they call it Bedlam, Oklahoma 48-47 over the Pokes. 
Dabo and Clemson return home victorious again from Chestnut Hill, 27-7. Chestnut Hill, the site of Dabo Swinney's first win as a college football head coach. Texas outlasted Texas Tech, 41-34. Get Big 12, defense optional. And in the Will Will (laughs) Muschamp Bowl, Florida survived over South Carolina, 35-31. So each of those games, I was like, eh, maybe. But... In the end, the favorite prevailed each time. Yeah, no, I mean, to be like, I didn't even bother to turn on the Clemson game. I was just like, I know how this is going to mm-hmm. go. It's going to be a whooping mm-hmm. uh, over. Um, I wish I'd watched more of that Bedlam game. I'll tell you that much. I had it on kind of in the background. I wasn't really doing anything, not really paying attention. I was like, oh, my God, that it's very exciting all of a sudden. So... Why go for two? Because they missed the previous extra point, and you're, you just don't have faith in the kicker? Well, I, I really didn't understand that call. I was like, yeah, you're I don't not know. Dana Holgerson, don't, don't go for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, you know, there, I've seen this a couple times this season, I felt like, where coaches were un, kind of unnecessarily going for two, where it didn't really make sense to mm-hmm. me. Um, I don't, you know, that just might be my lack of, uh, you know, I've never, fun fact, never been a college football <laughs> Um, so I might not have all the X's and O's down, but it, it seemed odd to me. Yeah. You love it when you work, when it works and you're a hero, but yeah, I feel like usually it doesn't statistically it can't work probably. No. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't have the stats on my side, but I bet. Looking at the national rankings from 15 to 25, a lot of movers and shakers, a lot. We had Florida up four to 15, Penn state up five to 16. Washington up 3 to 17, Iowa State up 5 to 18, Nata Bearcats up 6 to number 19. Trending in the wrong direction, Kentucky drops to number 20, down 8 spots. Boston College falls after losing to Clemson to number 22, and Mississippi State after its loss to Alabama moves to 6 and 4 and number 25 in the poll. Welcome back to the party, Medium Big Cats, number 24, the Big 10 West champion. Uh, welcome back to the party, Utah, number 21, and Boise State, as we talked about in that win over Fresno, moves in at number 23. Evan, your thoughts on this week's poll? So, um, I don't know, not like a whole lot of controversy. I'm not really sure if I'm down with like four lost teams being in Same. at this stage. I only kind of uh, agree with Northwestern because they won a division. Uh-huh. But like But I think I think there's a lot of good teams out there that don't have four losses. Same. That are like getting like Army doesn't have four losses. They yep. uh they could be twenty five. Totally. Twenty four, twenty five. I think they could take either Northwestern or Mississippi State and at a minimum give them a good game. Um honestly I think Fresno could take um either yep. of those teams. I think <clears> they have three losses as well. Um yep. So, yeah, those last two I'm really not Same. sure about. I, four lost teams, I'm not so, down. Penn State, can we talk about them at number 16 in the country? Are you kidding? Yeah, it seems a little That's wild. the team that got drilled by Michigan? That team is the 16th best in the country? Florida, with three losses, is number 15? That is, that makes me, with that whole section right there, Florida, Penn State, Washington, Iowa State, all those teams are pretenders to me. I, I, I yeah. see Boise giving all those teams games. I'm not saying they're coming out on top, but they're yeah. in the game. If Utah State at nine and one is up to fourteen, then like Natty is kind of getting shafted to me at falling behind them. 
Kentucky has proven to be Agreed. one of the worst November teams out there. So I don't know if I'm buying them at 7-3 and three either. Agreed, agreed. I also don't know about uh, Ohio State at 9. Okay. Um, you know, we can argue the quality of the game, Michigan State game, was it good, was it bad. Um, they lost to Purdue mm-hmm. by a lot. Um, you know, have a couple other scares on the schedule. Their best win, I'm look, like, so was, I guess, Penn State? Maybe the Michigan State? I mean, Michigan State win or Penn State win. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had TCU on the schedule, but TCU's like yep. trash. Yep. Um, yep. I, I don't know about them at nine. I'm not saying they don't deserve to be ranked, but I, I don't know if they're a top 10 team. The Cougs moved up two spots after coming yeah, back. Yeah, they jumped them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So last take UCF at 11, 9 0. Nuts. Don't make. Where would you put them? That's a. I mean. Okay, that's a great question because, you know, how are you going to complain about something without proposing a solution? I mean, I think we're talking about Ohio State not deserving to be in the ten, uh, top you 10. Seven? Maybe at 9, dog. <laughs> I mean, at 10? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think I'd put them 8, 9, or 10, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Oh. That'd be Washington State, Ohio State, L. My other thing is, so there's range. no damage to Oklahoma. Ohio State wins, drops a spot. LSU drops a spot. Oklahoma, you barely yeah, won against a pretty weak 5-5 five and five Oklahoma State team. I know you say that that's a rivalry game, but it's not that hard of a rivalry game. Why Why didn't they got no, a, no flack yeah. for that? If Ohio State's dropping, you'd think Oklahoma's Yeah, totally. If we're giving... If we're giving Positives to hot teams. Washington State is way hotter than Oklahoma right now. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So stay tuned to find out this week. Um, tweet of the week. Found two of them. One was college football. Both were college football Reddit. First one, they were retweeting a scientific study that said scientists believe that the first human being to live to be 150 has already been born. And they replied, it's Hunter Renfro, isn't it? <laughs> and then to, I, don't quite, I don't know if I quite get it, get it, but... It's just been making an impact at Clemson for like 10 years. Oh, since he was a freshman. That's got it. Okay, okay. Now I'm following. Now I'm following. An old man time. There you go. An old your your favorite kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then to those who yeah, were following, all they did was tweet. Okay, cool. Hook them. <laughs> uh, all right, we have one minute, fifteen seconds. Zach Smith, your reaction. Go nuts, dude. Nuts. Uh, there's so, I have so many things. I squeezing in one minute, fifteen seconds is impossible. Clearly. The more he talks, the more the more I don't believe Urban Meyer. Like clearly, the dude is an abusive asshole. <laughs> like this just shows it. This is something that an abusive asshole would do. Would tweet out, go after. Not even like yes, you're going after Tom Herman, but you're also like aggressively going after his wife. Like I know, I know. F you, man. What the I know. hell is wrong? I know. And then also like, dog, you like beat your wife, and I'm not saying people should cheat on their spouses. 
But there's no comparison between the two. There's no comparison. Even And we don't even know if those allegations are true. We have no idea. It could be true. They might not be true. For all we know, his wife could be okay with it. We, I, there's a million things we don't know. But they are not even in the same ballpark. Mm-hmm. It's just, man, what a petty thing. I feel bad for, honestly, Zach's his kids, his family. That's nuts. Yeah, and it doesn't... Obviously, I feel bad for the Hermans, too. Doesn't seem to get better. Um, no. Just, like, yeah, the definitely he needs some help, for sure, in a, in a serious way. The idea that you would be able to tweet at uh, Brett McMurphy and he would pick up your story and then write about it because you screenshotted him some text messages is kind of very insane. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of misspellings in his tweets. I'm sure he's a little loaded. Like, this is not a good situation. Yeah, I agree, though, too. It's even a worse look for Urban Meyer. You were like, this is the guy that you just, like, couldn't. You just couldn't let go. You just just had to to keep him. You, you in fact, took a three-game suspension. this guy? Cover for him? Yeah. This dude? All right, dog. Yeah, that also makes me question his uh, judgment as well too so um pretty sad situation that just keeps getting worse whoo all right well on that yeah note, let's uh let's, let's pick them let's get the hell out of here <laughs> um okay we had a pretty ugly week you did beat me but you didn't look that great either uh you were seven six and yep. one i was five eight and one if anyone's wondering, we pushed on the Nebraska-Illinois game. Spread was 19, came out to exactly 19. Um, there were three games, Matthew, where we picked the correct winner. The spread was just off a little. And I would like to say, I felt like we got robbed on the Bama spread. When we picked it, it was at 25 and a half points. By the time it was game day, it was at 21 points. If we had picked Bama at 21 points, we would have been fine. Huh. Is what it is. Uh, okay, looking into next week. We got a whole lot of time this, this this week. So starting in the Big Ten, games we agree on. Uh, we got University of Maryland hosting number nine, Ohio State. The spread is 14 points in favor of Ohio State. I quite frankly don't understand the spread. I know Ohio State's been shaky lately. They're going to beat UMD by 14 points. So we're both taking the Buckeyes. Uh, Minnesota's hosting Northwestern. Spread is Three and a half points in favor of Northwestern. We're both taking uh, the Cats despite the, the points. Champions despite of the West. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, Purdue is hosting Wisconsin. Spread is actually four and a half points in favor of Purdue. Who would think that Wisconsin would go from some people talking about playoffs and national championship to uh, underdogs against Purdue? Got to go with them. Uh, I'm doing it. Yeah, road team or. Yeah, home team in November, four points. I can see it being a close game. Uh, So we're both taking Purdue. Okay, games we disagree on. Nebraska hosting Michigan State. Spread is two points uh, in favor of Michigan State. I think we were talking about earlier, Nebraska trending in the right direction. Uh, But I actually like Sparty by three here. Mm. So since the spread's two points, I'm going Sparty. Especially in Lincoln. I don't like Sparty. They have looked spotty at best. I like the positive momentum Nebraska has. I think their offense is going to put up points that Sparty can't keep up with, especially with what we saw in the Ohio State game. Fair enough. Uh, Then we have Rutgers hosting number 16 Penn State. Spread is 26.5 points. 
Uh, I'm taking Rutgers in those points. I just twenty six is so much, so many points. I don't think Penn State's defense. I mean, I think it's good. I don't know if it's twenty six and a half points good. Uh, you know, if Rutgers scores seven or fourteen points, like what Penn State's going to go out there and score fifty? Like un- unlikely. Uh, I agree with you. I, so I think take, that, take I think you're right. Uh, I made a promise to myself though that I wouldn't pick anybody who lost to Kansas. So <laughs> fair. Fair, so you're taking Rutgers. There we go. Uh, then we have last game in the Big Ten we disagree on. Illinois is hosting Iowa. Spread is 18 points in favor of Illinois. Uh, again, that's just a whole lot of points. I don't think – I think Iowa's going to win, but I'm going to take Illinois in those points. Uh, Iowa's had a rough three weeks, you know, lo- losses to uh, Northwestern, Purdue, Penn State. I think the Hawkeyes turn around here. but Yeah, I think I think they turn around here. I think this is when uh, Coach Ferentz gets them – Pumped up and says, "Okay, we got a bowl game to play for. We got to end of the season to finish here, and uh, they go out and ring one up on the Illini." Fair enough. Transitioning uh, into Max. We also disagree on the Michigan game. Oh, I did not notice that. My bad. I didn't even mention it. Indi- um, number four, Michigan hosting Indiana. Spread is twenty six and a half points. Uh, I think same thing as uh, the Penn State and Iowa games. Um, twenty six is just a ton of points. Indiana it, uh, easily could be a bowling team this year. Right now they're on the bubble, uh, so they're decent. Uh, Michigan hasn't shut out anyone. So, you know, 31-7 as a score I think wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and that's, you know, less than 26. Michigan so. hasn't shut out anyone Indiana, yet, Indiana but in the last month they've allowed fewer and fewer points each week. I think this is a team with a lot of swagger. This is a team that has shown us trying to go for the jugular, and they know – to stay in the playoff picture, one, you have to beat Ohio State. But number two, style points count. And you got to beat bad opponents pretty badly. And they know that. And I think especially in Ann Arbor, they're going to be trying to run up the score. And I think they'll, they'll win by more than 27. There we go. Now transitioning into action. Uh, we have Kent State hosting Toledo. Spread is 14.5 points. Uh, spread made me a little, like Toledo always makes me a little nervous, but, uh, I'm taking Toledo. Um, I don't think that's gonna be enough points or excuse me. We're both taking Toledo. Akron hosting Bowling Green State University spread is seven points in favor of Bowling Green. We're both taking Akron three games. We disagree on ball state hosting Western Michigan. The spread is seven and a half points, uh, in favor of, uh, ball state. Uh, I'm taking Western. In my notes, I literally have written Ball State sucks. <laughs> well, I think they're at home, and I don't know. I see Western winning this game. I don't know if I see them winning it by more than a touchdown, though. Fair. Okay, then we have Ohio State. The game, Matthew. This is Wednesday night. Folks. Action. OU Tune in. Hosting Buffalo. Spread is two points in favor of OU. I actually think that's a pretty good spread. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, you know, I'm te- very, very tempted to take Buffalo. They're certainly the hottest team in the MAC. Evan, all of MAC, your takes and MAC predictions ride on Ohio winning this game. Why are you tempted on taking Buffalo? I know, so that's why I'm taking Ohio. I'm, I have. I, I don't think this game's close. I think Buffalo but... smacks them. Smacks. Wow. Them. Okay. Then we have NIU hosting uh, Miami of Ohio. Spread is seven and a half points uh, in favor of Miami. Um, I'm taking NIU. Again, I think they're the second best team in the mm-hmm. MAC. I think they're going to the championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm oh, a you do? Skeptical That's interesting. Ohio's defense. 
<laughs> Good lord. Uh, so I'm taking NIU. I think NIU is going to the championship game as well. I think Miami, though, is the second hottest team in the MAC right now. I think I don't think they're the second best. So I like NIU to win this game. I like Miami, though, to keep it close. I can see Miami having a late lead here, and NIU needed to come back on them in the fourth quarter. We shall see. All right, games of national importance. There's three of them. We agree on two. Number 12, Syracuse, hosting number three, Notre Dame. Spread is 10 points in favor of Syracuse. Uh, we're both taking Syracuse. Second game, number 11, UCF, hosting number 19, Cincinnati. Spread is, again, 10 points, uh, this time in favor of Cincinnati. We're both taking Natty. Matt, I think this is going to be a good game. Folks should tune in. I'll just briefly say Cincinnati's Michael Warren set school record this weekend. 18 rushing touchdowns in a single season. Uh, UCF doesn't have a great defense, and they're not great against the run. I think Bearcats might run them. And you know what I'm going to say, Matt? Since he outright. I'm going to say since he... Forget those points. Cincy I don't need Syracuse them. outright. Wow. Notre Dame, Notre Dame goes Syracuse. down this weekend. It's going to be college football playoff chaos. We're not going to know what to do with the last team in come next Monday. You heard it here on 15 Minute U. Natty Bold. and Syracuse outright. UCF Street comes to an end at the hands of the Natta Bearcats. Love it. Number 13, Texas is hosting number 18, Iowa State. Spread is three points in favor of Iowa State. I'm taking Texas. You're taking Iowa State. I think Texas started out real shaky. I think the last couple weeks they've gotten it back on track. Sam Ellinger, I actually kind of like it. Plus, you know, home game against a ranked rival in November. I'm taking the home team. I, I can see them winning. I don't see them covering the spread, though. Texas has been the kings of playing to the level of their competition this year. And, you know, when it's big games, they've been able to get up, like for Oklahoma. In other games, a la Texas Tech, uh, where the opponent is not as hyped of a matchup, Texas hasn't responded as hyped. Um, I don't really think that the Twitter comments of Zach Smith are going to impact their performance, but extra drama usually isn't good news for teams. Fair enough. So that's it. We shall see, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been another week of 15 Minute. You let us know how that discussion goes at the water cooler tomorrow morning. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, App, Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. When you're at those water coolers tomorrow morning, be sure to tell a friend and then tell that friend to tell a friend. And have them give us a follow. Remember, you can reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, at 15 Minute U, or on Gmail. Thank you so much. Whatever you decide to do this week, though, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. Whew, long one. <laughs>